Live from Kamloops, this is the First in Gold BC Lions Training Camp Show. Brought to you by BCLC. With every play, you're making BC even better. And by the BC Construction Safety Alliance. Through programs, services, training, and consultations, the BCCSA is making safety simpler. Find out more at bccsa.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Julio Caravetta and Bob Marjanovich. It's the Mojo along with Julio Caravetta. Welcome to our special coverage of BC Lions training camp from Kamloops, brought to you by BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Alliance as we come to you from Hillside Stadium, Thompson Rivers University, which was the site of BC Lions training camp in 2021. It still should be the site, but Julio, as we found out yesterday, Lions breaking camp early due to the smoke conditions in yeah. Kamloops. And, um, Probably, obviously, something that you don't want to occur because it disrupts that schedule and the way that. Yeah, I mean, these coaches. It's not like they just planned practice last night for tomorrow. They, this is this install they've had for like in in place for months. Sure. Right now, they got to kind of adjust on the fly a little bit to make sure that everything they want in for that first game will be in, despite the fact that you're losing a couple of. Practices. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, but I will say, if you're going to look at camp and say to yourself, when could you have afforded to do something like this, this was the time. You know, this team is pretty much done. I mean, they have a very, very good idea who they, who the roster is going, what the roster is going to look like. There may be, you know, three or four other adjustments and, and as far as, you know, bringing in a guy in, a guy in or maybe, you know, shipping a gun, other guy, but it's very, very close. I look at it, you have to look at it as a, as a positive, right? Yeah, you're losing a couple of days. As far as install goes, this offense is in. That defense is in. So now, Mojo, what I look at, I'm going to look at, the, I'm going to look at it as a positive and say, this is a good thing right now. These guys are going to get a few extra days of rest. They're going to start practice, I believe, on Sunday, getting ready for Saskatchewan. So, I mean, I, I'm going to say it's a positive. Well, and the other thing too is you nailed it in terms of the install. Your your bases are in for your your foundation, for your defense and your offense. What you might be missing now are some of those wrinkles, some of those things that you want to add to the package. And, you know, hopefully you'll still have enough time to get that in because, again, as you mentioned, your foundation yeah, is in. And, and your, your foundation, both offensively and defensively. And, and Moj, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to go out on a limb here and say that I, I would suspect that what we saw at the beginning of this week, there was some – specific game planning that was already happening mm-hmm. for Saskatchewan. Guaranteed. Yep. So, you know, that, not that saying that there was a ton, but I bet you there was a really good dose in there in certain periods where they were saying, okay, this is what Saskatchewan likes to do, offense, defense. This is with your starters. Yep. Because you know who your starters are going to be. So, um, you know, I, again, you, you, don't, you never want to lose some days in training camp, but I think as you look at it, the guys here – they know who they're going to have on the roster. They're moving forward. It's going to give them a little bit of rest. The guys are tired. They've been here a long time. Get them out of here. Get them home and um, get them off their feet. Well, I, the other thing, too, is a lot of these guys coming back to Vancouver now, they've got to find a place yeah. you know, to live. Gives on. them a couple extra days. Just give you a couple extra days, and hopefully, you know, you get all of that stuff taken care of and you're ready to, to get uh, back into the facility and being able to focus on football rather than trying to figure out, hey, where am I going to be living the next three, four months, right? So um, good stuff there. Now, as for today's show, uh, we will have several guests 
including wide receiver Shaq Johnson, part of a very deep receiver group. And he's, I think I'm expecting big things from him. I think he's going to have a really yeah. good year. You were talking about it uh, as well in the fact that last year, you, and you're going to mention this with Shaq, you saw a lot of times Mike, Michael Riley going to Shaq Johnson in clutch situations. Michael Riley developing some trust yeah. there with and, Shaq and that's And that's what it is. You've got to develop that trust, and he, he definitely started to do that towards the end of the year with Shaq. And, of course, a big story for the Lions this year on both sides of the ball, well, the, the Lions. And let's talk about the offensive line because we're going to have Joel Figueroa stop by. Uh, you know, not too many people were happy with what happened, what happened in 2019. Especially them. Especially that unit, the offensive line group. And y- y- you were talking about it, and we'll talk about it with Joel. These guys, they've got something to prove. They've, sure they they've got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, you, you, you don't. They were embarrassed. They were embarrassed, right? Yeah. You, you don't. You don't ever look at the at the at the stat line and say, "Hey, we gave up 58 sacks." And all you hear is, "Oh, Mike Riley was under siege all year. Mike Riley was on his back, was running for his." You mean, as a as an athlete, you don't you don't want to hear those things, right? You yeah. you take some pride in that. And the other one I want to squeeze in, we will be talking to training camp sensation Boom Guachem. Uh, he is a defensive lineman via the NFL, wearing jersey number 58. Get used to that name, Boom Guachem, because everything we've seen from him in Camp Julu, this guy looks like he's ready to make an impact on the well, D-line. If, I, if what he's doing in practice translates into a game, watch out. All right. Uh, reminder, we want to give a big shout-out to all of the supporters of the BC Lions training camp here in Kamloops. Uh, B.A. Dawson Blacktop, John O'Dare, Premium Brands, Doug Ramsey, RBC Dominion Securities, Jim Keith, and Twisted Tea. And a reminder, all of this coverage brought to you by BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Lines. Big shout-out to Louis Garcia and Mike McKenna with those folks. All right, quick break on the other side. How's this receiving group stack up? How's Michael Riley looking? The offense, all of it. We'll get into get into it with wide receiver Shaq Johnson next right here on AM730, Radio NL, and bclines.com. Since 1985, BCLC has helped shape events and culture in Kamloops. Each year, BCLC sponsors events like the BC Lions Training Camp Fan Fest, Music in the Park, and Midsummer Music Jam that bring the community together. BCLC, with every play, you're making BC even better. Hey, it's the Mojo on behalf of the BCCSA. The BC Construction Safety Alliance offers a range of health and safety services and emphasizes straightforward and practical assistance to help contractors meet their health and safety needs by making safety simpler. This includes courses, workshops, seminars, the Certificate of Recognition Program, traffic control programs, and other training and education, plus regional safety advisors, injury management specialists, and much more. Visit bccsa.ca today. Whether you're visiting for a quick getaway, business, or sports weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great experiences. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. They'll take care of it all. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel, everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit their deals page at coastkamloopshotel.com. Let the good times roll this summer at Sun Peaks Resort. You'll find epic trails for riders of all abilities. And if hiking is more your speed, climb high above the quaint village and enjoy mountain vistas. The golf course at Sun Peaks Resort is swinging all summer long and right into early October. Members of any 18-hole course save 20% on the 18-hole green fees every single day. Visit sunpeaksresort.com to learn more. Save up to 25% on lift tickets and lock in your endless summer. 
CFL football has returned, and the BC Lions are proud to be back in Kamloops for training camp. Presented by Sun Peaks Resort. Follow us on social to see rookies and veterans battle it out for the honor of representing your BC Lions. Lions in Kamloops. Brought to you in part by BCLC. Catch all the hard-hitting CFL action by reserving your single-game tickets now for what will be an historic season unlike any other at bclions.com. BC Lions football. This is our pride. Now, back to more of the First in Goal BC Lions training camp show. Presented by the BC Construction Safety Alliance and BCLC. Live from training camp in Kamloops, here again are Julio Caravetta and Bob Marjanovic. Welcome back. You've got it on AM 730 Radio Now at BCLions.com. It's the most Bob Marjanovic along with Julio Caravetta. Of course, our Lions training camp coverage continues. And a big shout-out to the folks at BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Alliance bringing you all of this great coverage from Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, site of the BC Lions 2021 training camp. And uh, joining us now is wide receiver Shaq Johnson. Hey, Dude, can we welcome call you, back, my friend. Can, can we call you a veteran now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, yes, you can, man, finally, yeah. eh? <laughs> How, how's camp going? It's going good, man. It feels good to be back, just be back out there with the guys and everything like that. All the energy's been up and stuff like that. Having Rick out here, new coaching, just seeing the new vibe and everything like that. It's just been great. Talk about that new vibe. What's it like compared to where you were at before? Honestly, it's just it's just a little bit different. We have a lot of diff- new faces in the locker room, so it's just getting to know people, you know what I mean, more. And I feel like it's been easier because we've been all locked up, so people have been more open just to talk about what they've gotten going on or just how they feel in day-to-day and just just feeling happy and just really, really grateful to be out here. From what we've been able to deduce, it seems like practices are a lot crisper. Would you agree? Yes, definitely a lot crisper. Um, good just, tempo. Yeah, good yeah. tempo and everything like that. Um, Rick does a great job of taking care of our bodies, stuff like that. So it's just you really want to go out there and just execute at a high rate and a, and a good pace has, for him. Has it been difficult? Um, I don't say difficult, but is it taking you a little bit extra time? Is it a new system? Obviously, Jordan comes in with his philosophy and what they like to do. Has it been, you know, a, a huge a huge adjustment for you, or is it just a case of just learning new terminology? Um, no, it's just um, a case of learning to, um, new terminology, sorry. Um, the bees are over here. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You're not allergic, are you? No, I'm not okay, allergic. Good. Just That's so why I'm just, <laughs> just trying to stay. Uh, somebody got stung today, so I'm just trying okay, to keep yeah. myself a little bit safe. But um, now, as far as the new playbook, um, it's just as far it's just um, getting to know um, the new terminology. Um, I've been grateful to be playing in this kind of style of offense for the last two years before this year, so this will be my third. And it's just different terminology, but um, Jordan and our receiver coach, Coach Tuck, do a great job of really using everybody and having everybody around uh, in all different type of places, running different type of routes. So um, I really enjoying that part of it and really looking to see the outcome and excited for the outcome this season from it. I know that 2019 wasn't the the year team-wise and the record and all that, but I think one of the things that jumped out at me was the confidence that Mike Riley started to have with you, especially in crucial situations and throwing you the ball in in, in real clutch situations and you coming up with big-time catches when they really needed it. Um, Do you feel, obviously, now that relationship with Mike is growing. 
and your and his confidence in you obviously speaks for itself because as you know his eyes go to you when he really needs it must make you feel good and and as you said getting into you're going into your third year now you're you're ready to kind of I think show everybody that you know everyone always talks about the other Canadian receivers that you're, you're the real deal yeah um Honestly, with Mike coming in, it obviously takes time with a great quarterback like that and his resume that spoke for itself. took some time for just earning his respect and everything like that. But I feel like once, like you said, later in the season, um, he started looking my way in real key moments and I just came up big for him. And it's just a respect thing at that point, right? Um, I love Mike and I'm happy to be back out here with him. And I feel like to what you're saying as far as them talking about the other Canadians, I feel like, yeah, I'm definitely a Canadian that they need to be talking about a little bit more just from the play that I've been doing in the last couple of years and from I really got into the league as well. So um, I really just appreciate having a quarterback like Mike being able to put the ball and trust me out there in those situations with all the big names we have on. About the other quarterbacks court. in camp, Shea Patterson, Nathan Rourke. Oh man, love those two young guys, yeah. man. Yeah, Nathan Rourke, he's from he from um Oakville. Mm -hmm. So, um I never got to play against him. He's a little younger, but um we have a couple mutual friends and they let me know about him coming out here and he hasn't failed to to disappoint. So, he's definitely happy about him and how he's looking and excited to see his future going ahead. And Shay, he's getting the the game down and everything. Has a great arm, great understanding of the game so quickly. And being able to just get himself out of trouble really quickly is a great thing to see. Shaq Johnson, BC Lions receiver, is our guest. Shaq, when I look at the receiving group, you guys got a lot of depth. I'm looking <laughs> like six or seven guys right now that I'd say are starters, right? So yeah. you guys got a lot of competition in this camp. And never mind some of the new bodies who we're hearing some great things about as well. Yeah, definitely. It's it's crazy. It's a, it's a very talented receiving group. It's a receiving group um, in the room. Um, it's probably one of the most talented by far, I think. Not by far, sorry, but um, as far as I've been playing, I think that this is probably the talented, just as far as it's just everybody being able to run every single route in the route tree, get open, make big plays, down from Burnham, Lamar, Rhymes, Lucky, Hatcher, new guy that we just got, um, Katoy, um, myself, of course, um, Scarfone. Scarfone. You got um new guy. Got a new Cordell guy. Hastings. Yeah, is got Cordell. One. We got Jake over there, and we got Alex too that just came in. So we got a lot of young guys getting after it and really fighting out there. So I'm really excited to just see what we do going ahead. How I don't want to say how different, but you can tell when you when you've been around for a few years, like you know you're at that point three years. The confidence when you come to a training camp now. There's so much of the little things that you don't have to worry about. You really are in a position now where you know, hey, these are the things I want to work on. This and and having that confidence mm -hmm. when you go out there and run, because you know, you know what we've seen, it, it looks fantastic. But playing with that confidence, the the you know, yeah. you're not a young kid anymore. You've been around. Exactly. You know the routine. And when you're at that point, that's when you really can let your athleticism just kind of yeah, let really, it all out yeah, there. Yeah, you could at that point you could really just you're comfortable to just really let yourself be shown and just letting your whole game be shown at that point. You're not really second guessing yourself or what you see out there and things like that. You know what you see, you trust it and you go out there and you really make a play and it pays off for you. So I definitely I definitely agree with that. Like coming in after being in the league three, four years now, this being my fifth training camp, it definitely brings a new confidence and just knowing that I'm a vet now and just guys look up to me and listen to my voice now. So it just gives me confidence and it just allows me to just be held to a higher standard. Do you, do you embrace that? 
Yeah, I definitely embrace that. Yeah, because you know, a lot of times when you get older, you, you all of a sudden you're that guy that has to <laughs> lead by example, and you're, you're kind of going, "Hey, man, this is cool. I, I've got to show these guys how it's done." You, you take pride in it. Well, yeah, you won't show them too much. Yeah, I won't <laughs> show it too much, but definitely take pride in it, man. Definitely gotta take pride in it because, at the end of the day, it's it's just a compliment, right? It goes to show that how your peers look at you and how they how they feel. How they trust in you, it just gives you more more of a boost just seeing that your peers j just have that much faith in you and willing to just go out there and battle with you every day. You excited? Super excited. Yeah, you mean I know preseason games, you're going to head right into Regina, game one, week one, mm. packed house, year and a half off. Can't wait. You mean, and, 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 and probably, you know, for most of you guys, a little bit of a, uh, that we're here, Bit of a chip on your shoulder, right? You mean yeah, you, definitely. you're not a five and thirteen team? Heck no, man. We definitely not a five and thirteen team. And we just that's what I feel like really has us real excited in this camp and just has everybody together that we know what the expectation that we hold for ourselves and what we want to go out there and show, especially after that twenty nineteen year. That that taste is definitely in our mouth and we trying to wipe it. You know, it's interesting. A lot of it has to do, never mind the talent, but just how you come together as a band of brothers, so to speak. And given what we're going through with this this pandemic, th the interesting thing is that there's been this is a different camp. Mm -hmm. There's been so much adversity, but all the stories we're hearing is that guys have really fought through all of it, through all the adversity of the, the protocols and this and that. And you guys have become a very tight group, despite not having that much time on the field together. Yeah, it, it really just brings you together, right? Because at one, everybody's going through the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Not Nobody is left out. Nobody's better than the other person. Every single person is going through the, the, the same policies. You have to go through the same process. Everybody's getting their nose swab. It's not one person. It's not. We all going through it, and we all in it together. We're all locked in the rooms. We're all talking. It forces us to talk more, like communicate as far as, like, group chats, um, going on um, video calls, things of that nature, even playing video games yeah. and, and getting each other's gamer tag now because we're so used to playing with our boys back home that now that we're trying to really make, make, um, make just... Just build the bond and the brotherhood up more, so we we start and, brag, and bragging and rights and bragging okay. rights and stuff like that. You, <laughs> you know the Madden I mean? guy? I'm the Madden guy, definitely. Okay. So <laughs> Lemon, Sean Lemon, who was formerly he claimed to be the Madden champion of the squad, but he's gone now. So yeah, who, who is the best gamer when it comes to Madden? I would say I'm the best Madden player <laughs> of 21. Madden 21, yes. Who's that, your competition? That, that is him right here. My competition. Um, I had a couple good games with sales in camp. Um, yeah. I think we're tied right now in the series. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have some competition now. Um, <laughs> so I'm enjoying that. Lamar was the champ of last Madden. He would tell you guys that yeah. all day, but he got my number in that. I give him that. So but Call of Duty, big too. Um, yeah, big. Yeah, Call of Duty's a big thing right now yeah. in, the, in the dorms right now. We're going crazy over there in the who's, war zone. Who's killing the? Who's killing in Call of Duty? Um, I, I gotta say, um, GP number four, um, Gary Peters. Yep. I would say, um, Anthony Choffee's very good actually. Um. Marcus Sales is actually pretty good himself. We got some pretty young, uh, some pretty good young guys like Vic Gamboa, O'Shane Samuels. Um, am I missing a couple here? Oh, um, Tyvis Powell, new okay. new guy yeah, that just yeah. came. Um, he's pretty good at the game as well. But yeah, we're just we're still playing and everything. We just keep going and, and see go. as all. we go. We're gonna figure out who else is good. See, when Julia <laughs> was in camp, they had this game called Pong. 
Right? <laughs> there was no games. <laughs> there were no TVs back then. Yeah, no TVs back then is right. Hey, Shaq, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, buddy. Hey, all the best, man. Appreciate yeah. you guys, man. Thank you for having me. There you go. BC Lions receiver Shaq Johnson stopping by. And, of course, uh, we are at Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops. A big shout-out to all of our supporters here in training camp. BC Lions supporters, Tourism Kamloops, Bev DeSantis, Thompson Rivers University Athletics, Curtis Atkinson, and a big shout-out to Tim Hortons as well. We will continue much more coming up with our special coverage of BC Lions training camp, brought to you by BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Alliance. Our next guest, he is the big man on the offensive line, Joel Figueroa, the ex-Hurricane, stops by to talk some football. Whether you're visiting for a quick getaway, business, or sports weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great experiences. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. They'll take care of it all. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel, everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit their deals page at coastkamloopshotel.com. If you're a construction contractor in B.C., you're automatically a member of the B.C. Construction Safety Alliance. The B.C. CSA, representing all areas of industry, offers many programs and services at no cost to all construction contractors. With a mandate to promote and develop workplace safety and regulatory compliance, they offer a range of services for injury prevention and creating or enhancing a culture of safety. bccsa.ca, making safety simpler. Since 1985, BCLC has helped shape events and culture in Kamloops. Each year, BCLC sponsors events like the BC Lions Training Camp Fan Fest, Music in the Park, and Midsummer Music Jam that bring the community together. BCLC, with every play, you're making BC even better. Let the good times roll this summer at Sun Peaks Resort. You'll find epic trails for riders of all abilities. And if hiking is more your speed, climb high above the Quain Village and enjoy mountain vistas. The golf course at Sun Peaks Resort is swinging all summer long and right into early October. Members of any 18-hole course save 20% on the 18-hole green fees every single day. Visit sunpeaksresort.com to learn more. Save up to 25% on lift tickets and lock in your endless summer. CFL football has returned, and the BC Lions are proud to be back in Kamloops for training camp. Presented by Sun Peaks Resort. Follow us on social to see rookies and veterans battle it out for the honor of representing your BC Lions. Lions in Kamloops. Brought to you in part by BCLC. Catch all the hard-hitting CFL action by reserving your single-game tickets now for what will be an historic season unlike any other at BCLions.com. BC Lions football. This is our prize. Now, back to more of the First in Goal BC Lions training camp show. Presented by the BC Construction Safety Alliance and BCLC. Live from training camp in Kamloops, here again are Julio Caravetta and Bob Marjanovich. It's the Moge, Bob Marjanovich, along with Julio Caravetta, coming to you from Thompson Rivers University. Oh, salsa Lions music, baby. Camp. Huh? Little, Get the hips moving, baby. Oh, well, you know what? We are <laughs> not playing not this. Your hips. We are playing this music because of our next guest. A reminder, our special coverage here from BC Lions Training Camp, brought to you by BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Alliance. And the reason we're playing this is because our next guest, the big man, Joel Figueroa, that's his type of music, I know, because we've <laughs> shared our, our musical tastes 
Julio, you're a little bit, you know, you're not as advanced as Joel and I when it comes to musical taste. You know, he still listens to ACDC and stuff. Just stop. Um, but it's nice to have you aboard. Nice to hear that music again. Nice to know that you're back in the house. How are you feeling? It is. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. I feel great, man. It's lovely to be out here, you know, despite, you know, some some problem with the weather here and there. But, you know, it's still a blessing to be out here. Hey, before we start talking football, um, you're an American, of course. You went to high school. You're from Florida. Or, pardon me, went to college at the University of Miami. We touched on that. You stayed here during the whole pandemic. You didn't go home like a lot of the guys. Yeah. Why yeah. did you stay here? Um, it's simply because of, uh, you know, the whole situation about, you know, COVID. And I want to make sure that I keep my family safe. And I know that, uh, you know, if I'll be traveling around, you know, I'm, I'm potentially be uh, in contact with someone at some point. And I, I wouldn't want to, you know, jeopardize them and their health. So I, I just stayed away and just kept everything on, you know, strictly phone calls and video phone so, calls. So- was it tough for you being away from your family? And it's not like all your teammates were around because obviously a lot of the team had dispersed. Was it kind of tough for you? I mean, I guess it's kind of tough to being away from the family. But as far as, uh, like, people around me, I have plenty of people around me, some neighbors I, yeah. I was with, and um, uh, a lot of teammates were still here. You know, Peter was here for most of the part. He was gone, but Suk, mostly Suk Chung was here. You know, he lives he lives here. He's, yeah. a, he's a local guy. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time with him, and, you know, you know, uh, it, it it wasn't too bad, you know. Uh, you know, my neighbors were always, you know, friendly and everything like that. I'd go outside and maybe, you know, play some uh, some bocce or some uh, what is it called uh, cornhole mm-hmm. outside. Uh, so you know, it was pretty chill. So did you do any? What did your eighteen months consist of? Did you do? Were you just taking care of yourself and working out? Uh, you you didn't have to go out and do anything else, sir. Yeah, no, I just basically stayed, worked out. Like, uh, you know, all the time and, and uh, took care of my body and, um, you know, just, so, you know, watch some film and things like that. Didn't really do much. So for for a guy who's a veteran guy who's been around, you play a very physical position, the year off, <clears throat> I'm sure you, you were you didn't want it to happen. But from a physical standpoint, is this as good as you felt in a long time? Yeah, I mean, it's as good as I felt in a long time. But uh, at the same time, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because, uh, you know, a lot of guys are getting hurt now. So... If you if you've been out and you haven't been preparing, I, I can see how those things can happen. Plus, at the same time, you know sometimes just the luck of the draw. But uh, I think a lot of guys has given us a lot of time to actually refocus and you know you know re- refocus and get back into the sport and why we fell in love with it in the first place and actually like take care of our bodies. And um, it's hard because the mind the mind felt like hey hey we're, we're supposed to be playing ball what's going on, but the body was like okay like you know it feels kind of good we get to <laughs> relax a little bit so it's it's a uh, you know, it's bittersweet. Joel Figueroa is our guest offensive tackle of the BC Lions. Hey, you know, you, you touched on it, training during those months off. And one of the things I, I've got to believe was challenging is that if you're training and you have a target date, hey, we're going to camp here, we've got a mini camp here, whatever the case, you know when you have to be in peak physical condition. Right. How tough was it trying to train during that period, not knowing when you would be back? Um, I guess it's kind of difficult you know mentally because you need to be mentally ready for football but at the same time we did a great job here with the uh, uh you know strength and conditioning guys we have here and i appreciate uh chris wong and uh and everybody who's who, who mm-hmm. put us through the workouts that they did in boyko when he was here at the time and um it, it was always by the time we got to when the season was going to start we were always winding down we weren't revving up so we already went through the hardest part of our workouts and and, and you know physical peak uh, as far as training goes so we were winding down. So for us, it wasn't revving up. It was more of us just revving down and being healthy, 
working more on flexibility and things like that because the strength is already there. Joel Figueroa, our guest, Lions offensive tackle. Hey, let's talk about the offensive line. Julio mentioned this earlier. We were talking about Suk Chung, and you mentioned him. You've spent a lot of time with him in the offseason. His first year here in BC wasn't what he probably expected in terms of the level that he's used to. He was banged up a little bit. Right. Talk about a chip on the shoulder. That, that's what we're hearing with Suk right now. Yeah, man, heck of a guy, man. Uh, <laughs> super aggressive, loves the sport, plays it, plays it the right way, plays it like a little kid. That's exactly what you want. He's uh, super focused, knows exactly what he wants to do. He, uh, yeah, he's aggressive, man. You gotta love it. And uh, obviously, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, the ideal season for him, you know, having a banged up injury. But he played through it. He tried as hard as he could. And 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 we've been talking about it the whole off season. And uh, he's revved up, ready to go, man. He's been preparing. And uh, I, I've never seen him, you know, so focused. And I, I know he's ready to go. I can't wait to see him play. To be honest, I'm looking forward to it. And and you guys, you know, we talked to. Um, um, Mike Riley about this is the idea that you know everyone looks at hey you guys were last in the league in sacks but he's saying hey listen hold on a second it, it always gets put onto the offensive line which is not necessarily true he goes there's three there's three levels to this there's the quarterback there's the running backs and there's the offensive line so clearly the struggles that they had <coughs> at the beginning of the year when Kelly came in you're, you know you guys were a different you're right. a different group one I want to ask you not I don't want you to throw anybody on the under the bus but what Never. does what does what does Kelly what does Kelly what did he bring to the table that really kind of changed things? Um I think um Kelly brought a lot. He's m- much more detailed and I think his c- consistency is what we needed uh as a whole. Um I can sit here and cry you a river and tell you exactly what we did or what we didn't do or if the sacks were on us or if they weren't at the end of the day we got to do better as a whole. But um uh Kelly really brought the focus out on Everybody, we're we're together, right? So like we're only as strong as our weakest link, and uh, we all gotta, you know, we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta be together in everything that we do. And um, it was tough. It was tough to see that uh, some of the stuff was blamed on us, some of it wasn't. But at the same time, it's all of us, and uh, we have to forget that and keep moving forward. But we have been, you know, trending in the right way, and uh, a lot of things have been fixed. So you talk about Suk Chung having a chip. <clears throat> I would imagine because you are the the leader on that offensive line. That's got to be something that's carried right through. I mean, I, I know that I, you know, the way we know you, you're a, you're a proud guy. You don't want people talking about you. You got something to prove too. Yeah, definitely do. And like I said, I'm not here to throw anybody in the bus. At the end of the day, we got to do better as a whole. And uh, I, I'll let you know right now. You can put it on record. We're gonna be ready to go. Yeah. So regardless of whatever you thought last year, this isn't last year or last season. And so now, switch gears a little bit. Here we are in camp. You're a veteran. You've been around. You've seen your share of defensive linemen. Give us your take. Who's jumped out at you? Because you, you, you know. You've been around long enough to know, guys, when you see a good one, <laughs> you see a couple of good ones. We're not going to talk about that play on the backside yesterday <laughs> that Julie pointed out. <laughs> You're going to talk about uh, uh, you talking about my guys, our guys? I'm not, yeah, I'm no. talking about our guys. Uh, our guys talking about our guys. Um, our guys, obviously, we got two great guys, and the guys we brought in, we brought JR and we got Cash. Yeah. So, you know, that's I don't have to say anything those about those guys. Those are given. Um, we had some guys step up. Um, Fifty-eight. You Guachem. Know. Yeah, Guachem is. Uh, he, he's been. A, he, he's got great feet. He's an excellent player. He's a long guy. He can cover a lot of ground. So I, I, I think he's doing pretty well. Also, uh, you know, my boy. I guess he's my boy. He's from my school, '94. So you know, we got to get these. We got to get Fumba these things going. Kamalu. Yeah. It's kind of. It's kind of hard to you know pronounce his name. So you know, I've just been calling him '94 <laughs> <laughs> until 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 he makes it. Yeah, until he makes it. You know, I'll call him '94. We got plenty of guys. We got a uh, 45. You know, he's stepping up. He's, he's revving Tim it up. Tim Bonner. Nice. Last chance, you got? Yeah, I'm 45. Yeah. So 
yeah, he's he's revving up, which is good. And, you know, I just love the consistency and, and, and seeing him being aggressive. But a lot of guys showing up, man. Uh, uh, I forgot. I'm, I'm, I, is I it, is it as good 70, as – The guy's interior, about 78, it was a 73 Kevin going Thurman here Kevin Thurman or Josh Banks, 73. Yeah, so they're showing up and, um, you know – it's, it's it's so is that your rule? The guy's basically a number until he makes a team. That's, this is how it works. You know, yeah. When you're a vet, it's not. It's no disrespect <laughs> to to those guys. It's just it's a lot of guys. There were ninety something guys here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too left. hard yeah. for and you. And it's just you know if I want to, I'm not good with names in the first place, Moj. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, hey. if, if I had to name your whole name, I, I'd probably <laughs> fail. Come on, so. come on. You want me to spell it out for you? M A R J A N. Don't be just Moj. Just yeah. Moj. Moj hey. is all you got, man. Okay. Hey, you, you mentioned Ufamba Kamalu University of Miami product. How much of a bond is there when you got a guy that comes out of your um, school? It's a, it's a, it's kind of difficult. I would say it's not a one-way street, but it's a lot of things that he wants to prove. I can tell, especially when he goes against me. It's yeah. like he. Like a big brother type. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I, I don't know if he sees me that way, but I'm just. Yeah, yeah. This is what this is the vibe that I'm getting, and every time he goes against me, he goes 100, percent which is I love to see it, and yeah. I, I'm like, hey, I expect it, and I welcome it, and I say, if you want to do that, you got to do that with everyone else, and that's how you make the team. That's you how know, you make the squad. It's interesting. Chris Burns always tells this story. You know, Chris, part of our broadcast, played 12 years in the CFL. Right. He was with Hamilton, and what was the guy's name? He's now with Kansas City personnel guy Terry was his last name. Uh, I don't want to say it. I think it's Tim Terry. He was right. a defensive lineman. And they were practicing one day, and it's just, you know, you know what it's like. Sometimes you're just kind of going through the motions. Yep. And Tim Terry just, like, walked around Burns and kind of embarrassed him. Burns is like, hey, man, what's up? We're just, this is like, you know, it's three-quarter speed or whatever. He goes, hey, I'm making you better. Right. Right? And that, that kind of really resonated with Chris. He always talks about that story. And the fact is, push each other all the time. Don't, don't get into a situation where you go half-ass or 50% and yeah. all, of a start, all of a sudden start developing bad habits. Build bad habits. Yeah. Right? I, and that's one thing yeah. that I, I, I would drive me nuts when I look at, like, you know, even if you're doing a walkthrough or you're just kind of, like, going through some routine or trying to work some place and, like, guys are just standing up out of their stance. Well, no, right. that's not practicing the right way because you're developing these bad habits. Always practice the good habits right. no matter what you're doing. That's why, that's why young guys are important. When you bring that, it's a spark. It brings it onto the team that the guys that are hungry that want to make the team. Sometimes the older guys got to remember. It's like, hey, remember when you well, was yeah, in that position? Yeah. They, they they're hungry. They they keep us. They make us better. You know, regardless if we if we like if we we're like, hey man, you got to calm down. Or guys that say that, which I mean, I'm not one of those guys to say that, but it it makes sense. Like those, we need those guys to bring the energy. Hey, Joel, one of the things we've talked about is the fact that this team, the last three four years, and you haven't been around for all those years, obviously, but they didn't have that influx of either good Canadian college talent through the draft or those kids out of, you know, NCAA or NAIA that could come in and play for you. Right. And it seems like with this group this year, there are a lot of guys that fit that bill. Yeah, we got some linebackers. We got uh, we got some D linemen coming in, coming in, coming off the edge are pretty good. I know we got some international guys as well who are making a mark on the team. And um, it's great, man. Konar's coming. Konar's head, head, head first, man. He's, he's in the backfield all day, so – it, it's a blessing what we have, man, and, and, and bringing that energy. And like I said, we're creatures of habit, like you said. So yeah. so consistently doing that and going against guys going full speed like that is just only going to make us better. So we got some candidates for the cigar after the game this year, all that stuff? Yeah, man. Yeah. O- only on victories, man. We're here to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate thanks, it. I appreciate and, uh, it, Continued gentlemen. success. Thank you. Have a good one. That is Joel Figueroa, BC Lions tackle, number 61 in your program, stopping by, giving us his take on training camp. Always entertaining talking to the big man out of the University of Miami. And a reminder, all of our special coverage at BC Lions Training Camp from Kamloops brought to you by BCLC. 
and the good folks at the BC Construction Safety Alliance. Our next guest, Julio, if there's one guy you keep exactly. asking people, who's the newcomer that's making noise? Who's the guy that people are talking about? Boom, Guachem. I'm just going with boom. I mean, I could go, oh, boom, but I'm going to go boom, Guachem, defensive what, lineman. What, what do you like? I love boom. Boom love words. Boom? I think I think it's a little bit easier for everyone to remember <laughs> boom, and it's yeah. a little bit easier for them to say it as well. So. so you got a Nigerian background, right? I do. I was born in Nigeria, moved to Southern California when I was about eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're too young to remember probably one of the original Nigerian stars, the Nigerian nightmare, Christian that, That's funny. I, I know about Christian Okoye. Oh, dude. Like of he course, was, APU, uh, Kansas City. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He was, Pacific. Of course. And he was like a big dude in the backfield and he just run people over and he had speed and he was a nasty, nasty piece of business. Much like yourself from what we're hearing. Tell us about this Lions camp and your impressions of it. Um, so far, I think it's been going really, really well, to be honest, especially our uh, D-line unit. Um, you know, we've had Coach uh, Claudel Lewis, and he's been on every single one of us about, you know, creating penetration, really just causing as much havoc as we can. And, you know, that's not just the D-end. It's, you know, the nose, the tackles, everyone. And um, I think we've all kind of been feeding off each other. You know, I could look to the to the right. I can see, you know, someone like Josh Banks or – Ufamba or JR or even Tim Bonner or uh, uh, Chris Casher, I can see any of them making plays. And, you know, what does it make me want to do? It makes me want to make plays as well. So we're all feeding off each other. Hey, Boom, when you talk about the CFL game, this is your first experience to it, right? I mean, what did you know about the CFL game prior to coming up here? Um, to tell you the truth, I, I didn't know much about it. I just knew that, uh, um, you know, you have to be a yard off the line. That was probably the biggest thing. And then it took me... <laughs> You know, interestingly enough, I didn't realize there were more players on the field until I first came here. At first, you know, I was looking around. I was like, wait, we have 12 out there? (laughs) We have too many? And, you know, it actually happened when, um, you know, we were with our special teams coach. And he, you know, counts everyone when they're all on the field. And, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, we got 11. We're good. And he's getting mad. And I'm wondering, why is he getting mad? It's because we need 12. (laughs) And so um, that took me a little bit of getting used to. And then as far as the field length, I was talking to Josh Banks about that as well. I had no idea the field was wider. I knew it was longer, but as far as the width, it took me a little bit of time to, to notice. And, and let me guess, you have, you're not that guy that's yelling for a flag for illegal motion when guys are running pre-snap. Oh, oh no, I, hey, I, <laughs> <laughs> I figured out real quick, yeah, their offense is allowed to do that. Even, um, you know, little nuances like, you know, them, uh, you know, running up to the ball and they can stop right before jumping. Yeah. You know, that, that's something that I think probably affects a lot of, D lineman because you, you think know, you, it, you think the snap's coming exactly exactly and you know you're looking at the ball you're you're trying to perif the ball you're trying to look at the tackle but you also kind of perif that receiver in motion and so sometimes you want to gauge gauge your get off off hey, one last one for me as we, we move along we're talking to boom guachem bc lines defensive lineman you're going to hear that name a lot this year we look out for number 58 it, the level of athlete in the Canadian game, just your impressions, because a lot of times guys come from the NFL, they come to Canada, and they go, oh, okay, they're gonna, they're gonna, I played in the NFL. This can be a cakewalk. And all of a sudden, you're kind of like, whoa, man, there's some players up here. Oh, no, I, I realized that very quickly as well, too. It's it's certainly not a cakewalk, and I've never, you know, every time I step on the field, I respect every single opponent I go mm-hmm. against, whether that's in practice or games. I just know that I'm not the only one working. They're also working as well, so... I knew coming into this, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a challenge. And, you know, I'm looking around at our roster, and I'm having conversations with guys, and I'm telling them there's there's NFL-caliber talent around this locker room. And I think that's very evident. I think our coaches know that. I think even, 
you know, players know it as well. So um, I got to assume that it's not just going to be like that on our team. It'll be like that on mm-hmm. every t- with every team that we play against. Um, now, you, did, you said you didn't get much exposure to the game. Um, did you Once you signed, did you start YouTubing and trying to figure out, okay, this is, this is what it's about? Yeah, so once I signed and we started having our um, earlier D-line meetings with Coach Blue, I, uh, I had access to the game film. And that's when I started watching. I, I just mainly watched uh, old linemen and how they move and how they kick and, you know, just little things like that. Because, you know, for them, now that, you know, we have to be a yard off the ball, they can also be, you know, another yard, yard and a half, maybe even two yards. Off, so they can be three yards off the ball. So now I got to start thinking about, okay, I need to get off quicker, as quick as I can now and try to close that distance between them before, uh, before the ball is thrown. And then... And then you guys know, too, that ball is not, you know, the quarterback's not holding the ball very long. So if you're not going to get there on t- in time, you got to get those hands up because, you know, batted balls are great in this league. Yeah. Now, at some point, you must have thought to yourself, with my skill set and what I can bring to the table, this game is tailor-made for me. You're long, you're athletic, you're fast. You, you're, you know, watching you in practice, you're like, wow, who, it jumps off the, the field how quickly you can explode and get off the edge. You must think to yourself, I can't wait to, for this thing to be real because your skills are, are tailor-made for this game. I, I certainly do appreciate that. And, you know, I, I don't think I'm the only one even thinking the same thing. I think there's, you know, a bunch of hungry D linemen right there next to me thinking, man, you know, as soon as we play this first game, we're just going to let it unleash and, um, we're all, you know, we're all, we all have that same, uh, that same mentality. And, you know, we're, it's Saskatchewan is certainly a game that we're looking forward to. Yeah, and you want to talk probably about the, the craziest environment in the CFL. You're heading into it in I've Saskatchewan, right? I mean, <laughs> there it's just, it's like, you know, it feels like you're back in, say, NCAA playing a big school. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. as soon as you get off the plane, you know what everything's about there. Hey, defensive line has been one of those area, the, the areas of this football team, one of the groups that's been under a lot of scrutiny. Um, there are no returning defensive linemen from the 2019 team. Tells you about the turnover there. So it's a brand new group. How quickly are you guys gelling? How quickly do you feel you're kind of building that brotherhood with the group that you got? I think we're certainly doing a pretty good job of it. And I think um, having those two guys, J.R. Tavai and Chris Kasher, having them um, coming into the group, kind of being the leaders of that D-line, it certainly helps because – they have, um, you know, they have more history with uh, the CFL and, you know, they're teaching us just every day, hey, you know, this is what you might expect from, you know, a team like this or this is what you're going to expect when we go to this place or, you know, little things like that. So um, it, it certainly helps. And then us as a D-line, we hang out a lot. We're all, you know, we're all staying in the same, mm-hmm. uh, around the same floor. We're all, you know, studying together. We're all, we're pretty much around each other constantly all day. Everyone's you know, joking with each other, making fun of each other, little things like that. So I'd say um, the bond on this D-line is, is certainly growing. And, you know, again, I uh, I look forward to that first game to see how we can handle those uh, the live-action uh, bullets coming uh, We've talked about you as being one of the names that's really stood out here in camp. Uh, who are some of the guys for you on that defensive line? You mentioned a couple, J.R. Tavai and, of course, Chris Kasher, both offseason free agent signings. But some of the newcomers that you've been impressed with and feel are going to contribute this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard not to look at a guy like uh, Josh Banks, uh, Ufamba. Um, you know, we just brought in uh, Ade. We brought in, um, you know, Dana Levine. There's, you know, there's a, a t- 
I've been honestly very impressed with uh, with the quality of uh, talent that we have on the D-line. And I think it's one of those D-lines where you can almost plug anyone in, um, any position, and just let them go, and they're going to make Yeah, plays. and that's one thing that I, I remember talking to somebody. I said, well, who's lining up at one, who's lining up in three? And it seems like you guys have a lot of versatility with the scheme that you can run guys in multiple mm-hmm. slots. You can play in one, play a three, maybe look for a matchup sometimes Absolutely. in a game and stuff. It seems like there's a lot of versatility with Absolutely. this defense up front. Absolutely, you might, uh, you know, you might see a guy like me, and uh, you know, I can go from a five tech to a six tech to a, a four eye, a three tech. Who knows? You might see me line up as a linebacker as well, too. And it's kind of the same with uh, with Jr. with uh, Dana with Kasher. It's go ahead. Sorry, it's it's uh, it's you know, we're all pretty interchangeable. Well, and I was just about to say, I think when you have a defense like that, it kind of excites you in the sense that. Okay, we're going to give them a different look this time, and let's see if they can pick it up. And it almost energizes you. But, I mean, if you're in a defense, well, granted, if you're good enough to just run in a base defense and just get after it and you don't, hey, this is us, we're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. And that maybe you can do that in college, but very rarely do you have that type of physical advantage in the pro game. So you've got to run different things. And I think a lot of times when you have those different looks, it, it kind of excites you rather than just playing like a certain vanilla base defense all the time and you're just like oh here we go again spot i mean you're spot on and it, it gets us thinking a little bit and you know i think for old linemen they're not used to seeing me in certain spots they're yeah. not used to seeing jr in certain spots and so now that they're thinking you know their head might not you, you want to create some doubt with them exactly yeah. exactly so you know don't be surprised when you see guys like me or or uh banks or or, K- or chris or jr get free and you're wondering who's supposed to block him you know, those are the kind of things that we're expecting a lot of this year. So, for people that don't know, you went to Oregon State. Correct. Correct? You're talking about lining up in multiple positions as far as a D-line. You started as a receiver. That's right. You went to Oregon State as a receiver. Yeah. Now, that's like when you, when I saw that, I, I went and watched your, your YouTube stuff, and I was just like, wow. Like, you went from being a receiver to being a defensive lineman. <laughs> that's that's quite a transition. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, the guy to thank for, uh, and I still continually thank him for it to this day, is uh, Coach Joe Siomalu. He's currently the D-line coach at uh, San Jose State with Coach Brent Brennan. You know, I had a great staff when I was at Oregon State, and Coach Siomalu, my, uh, you know, last year in college, pretty much said, hey, you know, do you want to continue playing football? Do you want to go to the NFL? I Obviously, the yeah. answer is yes to that. <laughs> So he said, well, you got to come come join the dark side. Come to the D-line, and, and we're going to get you there. And then um, I had the pleasure of living with his son, who was a grad assistant in Oregon State at the time, um, Andrew Siomalu. And Andrew was almost force-feeding me, you know, h- however many meals I can get uh, in my body each day. And I think I went from about, you know, 215, 220 to about 240 pounds. And, you know, Coach Joe just let me have at it at the edge. And just, he said, just go be fast you know um and he just told me the right spots to be in and you know I was very blessed and fortunate enough to to have a team like the Seahawks look at me and you know they were able to draft me and then you know the 
rest is kind of history from there. Well, I'll tell you what, we're looking forward to calling your name and your number quite a bit this year. We're going to come up with a nickname. Well, no, but you know, do you he, he doesn't need it. He's a defensive no, no. lineman, and his Just name is the Boom. Boom. Come on. That's what I like. We can get the Boom. <laughs> hey, the Nigerian nuke has a nice ring to <laughs> it. Ooh. You like that? I haven't, I haven't heard that. The Nigerian that, that's nuke. That's got a nice little ring see, to it. Yeah. Call it. I, I got to talk to uh, Okoye and see if he's okay with me uh, taking that one. Uh, I feel like you got to walk it through him before taking it. Up here, this is Daniel. Respect. I like that. Hey, this is Daniel Agali country in BC. He was a uh, a wrestler locally from Julio School, Simon Fraser, who won Olympic medals. He's originally from Nigeria, so he's got the call up here in all Nigerian matters. Oh, man, I got so. to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you stopping by, Boom. Uh, again, continued uh, success, and like we said, looking forward to calling your yeah. name and number during the games starting in Saskatchewan yeah. on Friday. looking forward to it, guys. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, congratulations. That is Boom Guacham. And, Julio, if this guy plays as good as he's in interview, Lions could be <laughs> in pretty impressive. good shape. Yeah, no, I mean, a very, very impressive young man. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, hearing hearing him speak, uh, um, but also just what he's been able to do on the field. Like every single person you talk to, every player, veteran player, they're saying, I mean, watch this kid. He's long. He's athletic. He's quick. Um, and let's not forget, I mean, the, the guy played wide receiver at Oregon State. That's how he's recruited. And so now you go from wide receiver to a defensive end. And he's been able to make that trend, put some weight on. I'm excited to see this kid, you know, go for real. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun watching Boom Guachim. It's going to be a lot of fun watching a lot of these young defensive linemen that don't have any CFL experience and how they fare. So we will uh, see how that story progresses. As for us, we are done with tonight's show. Again, a big shout-out to our sponsors, BCLC and the BC Construction Safety Alliance. Without them, we're not here. We will be back to wrap it up tomorrow. One more show from training camp here in Kamloops. Uh, you know what I'm going to tell you before we get out of here. Do what you got to do. Just do us a favor. Be safe. Let the good times roll this summer at Sun Peaks Resort. You'll find epic trails for riders of all abilities. And if hiking is more your speed, climb high above the Queen Village and enjoy mountain vistas. The golf course at Sun Peaks Resort is swinging all summer long and right into early October. Members of any 18-hole course save 20% on the 18-hole green fees every single day. Visit sunpeaksresort.com to learn more. Save up to 25% on lift tickets and lock in your endless summer. Since 1985, BCLC has helped shape events and culture in Kamloops. Each year, BCLC sponsors events like the BC Lions Training Camp Fan Fest, Music in the Park, and Midsummer Music Jam that bring the community together. BCLC, with every play, you're making BC even better. Hey, it's the Mojo on behalf of the BCCSA. The BC Construction Safety Alliance is a not-for-profit association that provides health and safety services to over 52,000 construction companies employing over 220,000 workers. That's a whole lot of construction and a whole lot of workers trained to make safety a number one priority. Visit bccsa.ca today to learn more about training, course schedules, and to subscribe for all the latest hard hat news. BCCSA, making safety simpler. Whether you're visiting for a quick getaway, business, or sports weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great experiences. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. They'll take care of it all. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel, everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit their deals page at coastkamloopshotel.com. 
CFL football has returned, and the BC Lions are proud to be back in Kamloops for training camp. Presented by Sun Peaks Resort. Follow us on social to see rookies and veterans battle it out for the honor of representing your BC Lions. Lions in Kamloops. Brought to you in part by BCLC. Catch all the hard-hitting CFL action by reserving your single-game tickets now for what will be an historic season unlike any other at BCLions.com. BC Lions football. This is our prize. Pride.